Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Barn. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Barn. Hey, this is TR of TR3 and Dave Matthews Band. You're listening to the Midwest Mixtape Podcast, live from the barn. is the Mox from the Midwest Mixtape Podcast, live from the Barn Studio. Join here with Chuck, Dwayne, Ben, and we have a special guest with us online right now. We have Mr. Tim Reynolds from TR3 and the Dave Matthews Band. Tim, how are you doing, man? I'm doing really good, man. I'm just sitting here relaxing in a, a hotel, but it's a nice, you know, once in a while you get a nice sized room and it's so spacious, I feel very relaxed. I got my SG over there looking at me, you know, kid in the company. This is the last week, first day in Ohio. No, we played, I think we played a gig in Ohio, but I get confused. I might have just drove here and like <laughs> got here last night after driving all day. We're here and then we're going to play the gig here. Because I think we have maybe more than one gig in Ohio, but I'm not sure. I'm just kind of, you know, following the daily <laughs> program. There you go. Then you have it free. You got to be in the moment so you can focus on, you know, making the guitar strings all good to go and playing music and cosmic stuff. Yeah, you you let somebody else figure out all the details, right? You just got to show up and play and do your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I trust my friends uh, and, you know, people that work with me. I've known them for a long time. They, I have faith that they'll do all the things and if... It doesn't go the way it's supposed to. They'll let me know and say, well, do we have to do something different? We'll do that. And we're excited you're coming into our town, St. Louis, TR3 featuring Tim Reynolds with Bird Dog this weekend, Saturday, February 3rd at uh, the City Winery. We're, we're happy to have you back in St. Louis. Man, I love coming to St. Louis. For the longest time, I wasn't in a band, I wasn't a band but one that really didn't have the enough of a following or what to book a gig that far away 
from where I lived at the time. And then I maybe started playing there when I lived in New Mexico, even though that's even farther. But I was so psyched when I got, finally started playing there, seemingly at random places. But it was always great because I'm, you know, that's where I grew up. But I didn't really get into the music business there. So all my gigs were really on the East Coast. And then sometimes on a, you know, those kind of coasts when you do that kind of thing. And then I would tour, but then love playing in the Midwest. And ever since I've been touring on my own, I've been playing all over the Midwest and, and as much as I can in St. Louis. So it's always great to play there. It really is. Our studio is actually in Farmington, Missouri. A bunch of us here grew up in Deloge and Bonterre. I used to ride my bike out to Gumbo, Missouri. So clear up the rumors for us. Are you originally from Gumbo, Missouri? No. Uh, the first place I consciously remember is a baby. We live in Indiana. Colorado, Indiana, I think, on a farm. And then, so my dad was in the army, so he moved, we moved around not super a lot. I've known people that moved around way more than I did. But we lived in Indiana, we were in Alaska for a little bit. But then we came to St. Louis like in the late 60s. Um, but yeah, I was really from, born in Germany, but really from uh, growing up in Indianapolis, growing up in Missouri. You know, when you didn't have one specific place that you were born in from, like Germany, I was born, but I'm not German. But when I was a kid, just because I was born in Germany, all my aunts and uncles would say, that's the German baby. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, but I'm not German. Although, uh, since they said that so much, I was always like, am I German? I was too young to think, if they're saying that, what's up with that? But it's cool, because I, I love German food, and I love being in Germany. It's pretty cool. So there's no connection to the gumbo area to when, the when, when you no. when you come to this, when you come to St. Louis with Dave he always introduces you as being from St. Louis. Oh yeah, exactly. I remember the first time that I played with him somewhere, and it was when they was to like play the arena, I got, you oh. know, outside big place. It wasn't inside; it was outside. Oh, nice. And it was huge, and it was like maybe the first gig. I was probably dressed in the goofiest clothes ever, and I, the people really thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. It was very, like, oh, you know, shocking. The amount of love, I guess. I haven't been on that kind of big of a stage and had that kind of, you know, sound come out from people ever before that time. Well, regardless where, you, where you're from, where you came from, we're happy to have you back in town. You got the new album out with TR3. Watch it now. It's available everywhere. And then we got the new video out, So Am I recorded at the Neighborhood Theater in Charlotte, North Carolina. Tell us a little bit about the new album. Tell us a little bit about bringing TR3 back. Well, I'm very excited to do all that. The new album started, the genesis of it was during the uh, Newton Swarm known as COVID and everybody was in their house. I played a lot of guitar. I played a lot of guitar. I can't stress because it was a stressful time. So what did I do? I played a lot of guitar. And since acoustic guitar, when you're in a house that's very acoustically pleasing, you just, you know, that's what you do at home. I don't need to plug in. Acoustic guitar is a very direct thing. You know what I mean? It challenges you because you need to make it sound good. And it's not like super light gauge strings, but that's why you like it. It's like, it's got tone, you know? So I really played that a lot and wrote, a lot of these pieces of music out of with a lot of feeling put into them due to the circumstance as it were some very dark some very happy for uh, the need to make happy music in a dark time and some very dark for the same need you know coming from a different place in your heart or whatever uh so i 
made all these songs and put them out over the course of uh, a couple months or several months or whatever on these YouTube, <clears throat> like probably nine of them, and maybe a couple more that weren't songs. Just, but the, the, at least after playing gigs and making CDs all my life, doing YouTube videos just really wasn't very satisfying other than I knew that, well, this is all people can do now, so I was, I'm doing that, yeah. But you know, it was very... Not really satisfying because you're sitting in front of your camera in your living room, sitting in front of two or three cameras in your living room, and and it's fun because it's a novel thing, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's not like a gig where you have energy and all that. So I was ever so happy to return to that, and then the idea of making a new record with the band came up, and I thought, you know what? I've never tried before, and it's already kind of. I already kind of know what it would sound like, and they would play it so perfectly because we're like a musical family that plays together really well intuitively for like all the years we've been playing. I thought, let's learn these songs because since they're solo acoustic songs, they already have, when I like that kind of music for solo acoustic guitar, it's not like super complex, I think. It's just rhythmic, so you kind of think you hear you know, the bass and the rhythm and the melody, because I'll play different parts of it over the course of a bar or two while the music is flowing. So the parts don't literally happen simultaneously, but they happen rolling along in time. So you get the sense that it's all going together. And it is in time. It's just not like for every bar I'm playing five things at once. I might be playing two or three over two or three bars to make it become, you know, music. So with the band, I realized since I already thinking like that, it was one of the great satisfying everything pleasures uh, of my life to sit with them and live with their studio. We just had the idea that we each day I'll teach you the song and we'll go record it. And we've been recording at Rob Evans Studio for years. That's like, I can't remember recording much of anywhere else for a long time. It's just like home. Rob Evans is the sweetest guy, best producer, kindest person to work with, you know? So couldn't ask for more. So we went there with him and we would get up in the beginning of the day and work on the tunes and get them really starting to be together and we started recording them and each day we did another song there was like nine <clears throat> that were written on the acoustics you know most of them seven out of the ten were on a 12 string and one was written really not in any instrument but it was a melody that i thought up in my head the day i was leaving to go to the studio that i saw was just stupid and childlike and silly but i thought well you know it's all that but it's very true it's kind of sick but it doesn't sound like it because it's very happy and we recorded that because it's very much fun and satisfying to record something that's very happy about being insane. And uh, bang from nowhere. So that to the answer to the question, where are you from? That's answered in that song. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. We got there eventually, right? City Winery is a pretty intimate club. Playing these intimate shows that you are, I mean, obviously you've played on the biggest stages in front of the largest crowds. Is it a different feeling or is it the same kind of feeling? Oh, it's really different, man, because... Uh, I mean, it's great when you play in a big place and a big thing, and a, you know, that's some kind of high energy, man. It's hard to describe those kind of numbers. But then the other face of, you know, music and 
uh, the way it works and the way it feels is playing these places like these places like club size and wineries and theaters where the sound is very good for acoustic that is rich i have to say because you can really get a sense of the acoustic in a place like that i mean sometimes it takes a little extra time when you're sound checking because the acoustic guitar if you want it to make it sound big, it's really problematic because you have to get it on the edge of feedback to get enough low end so it doesn't sound like teeny or, you know, thin. Yeah. And sometimes you have to compromise to make it somewhere in between so you can get it loud enough for the room, you know. But mostly we have guys that are really good at spending a little time and we get the acoustic style in. And then the electric is easy because you know it already sounds like it's going to sound the acoustics a little harder because each room is different shape and size and you know working with the director pa but it's really mostly been really nice because once you dial it in it really feel like you're playing acoustic you know and I mean, literally you are but to get it to sound a certain way on stage and hearing it in a room to get an acoustic feeling from it is very satisfying and you know the music has a lot of feeling in it it kind of comes from that. I keep forgetting what you're asking. I have a list of stuff to make sure I don't forget. <laughs> Trying to keep it cool over here, but uh, Ben especially has been a fan. He's actually got a couple of Dave Matthews Band tattoos. And uh, really excited to have you on. And, and like I said, Ben is a huge fan. We're all fans of what you do, but I uh, wanted to mention that. All right. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. This is Ben. Hey, I've got a uh, I've got a quick one for you. Congratulations, by the way. Just last week or two weeks ago, I think it was uh, the 25th anniversary of uh, the release of Live at Luther College. Yeah. Oh, so it's 20, so it 25 years ago. I was a fan of the Dave Matthews Band before that, but that's when a lot of people were introduced to you as as a badass guitar player uh did you realize when you're recording because i think that was a little tour you guys did that year and i guess just so happened to record live at luther did you know at the time that it was going to be such a hit and that like after the show did you say dave we we fucking nailed that one man that was that was great because because, because I'm telling you, I bought that CD. Mm-hmm. I bought that CD. I know like ten times because people <laughs> people would steal it. I would leave it somewhere. I'd have to go back to Walmart and buy it again and buy. But, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, it was it was great. But but like I said, I I just wanted how you guys picked that that recording off of that tour that year because it was it was amazing we were listening to it just just before you came on and i i could listen to it every day well i think that tour was that show was recorded in 96 and then it wasn't released to like 99 and i think the show itself was recorded close to a time when we had done support done a bunch of those gigs you know performed a bunch of those duet gigs and then you know we did a couple tours like that if i recall you know what i mean right uh so that was kind of we were still really uh what's the word we were kind of in that in it you know in the vibe of that very strong because we had been doing it really often so i guess that captured that and it it was so much fun doing that for me and for dave and we just it was just really fun. I mean, it was really fresh. I think on that tour, everybody was on one bus. So it was very much like a family on a bus. Just uh, the next time, you know, it's 
really cool. And really easy to acoustic guitars in theaters and colleges and, you know, really uh, grounding, you know, and, um, pretty nice. <laughs> I, I, know, recently, I recently, my my wife, uh, recently for my birthday a couple years ago, bought uh, bought me tickets to go to go to the Gorge. And so back in twenty two, we flew to Seattle, then got a car and and drove over to the Gorge and got to see uh, night one of uh, of the Labor Day weekend. And uh, let me tell you, it, it's a treat. So, do you guys treat the Gorge any different? I mean, you guys go there every Labor Day weekend. You play three shows, and it's kick-ass every year. I listen to the shows every year. Do you guys get amped up for that just like the fans do? I mean, fans fly from all across the country. I flew from Bonterra, Missouri to Seattle to see you guys play, and I I would do it every year if I could. But do you guys, do you guys feel the same energy that, that we do? Well, I think we feel, I mean, it's a, it's really great to be on the stage and playing there. It's also a gig where there's a lot of, uh, it becomes a big, bigger social affair than almost all the other gigs. You know, there's a lot of extra activity. Sure. So in a way, it's not as easy as just stepping into a place and doing a gig and leaving. It's like three days. And then that's good in a way, for sure. And it's fun to kind of stretch out and not have to go you know but uh, it's just a longer a longer time to do that sometimes it's great and sometimes it's just like it's just it seems a little right <laughs> but you know we've been doing it for years and years you know? right right i think it's nice because of the setting i mean oh, it's beautiful it's beautiful it's really the most amazing setting so that alone makes it worthwhile uh, it's just ridiculous you know I, when i could i can do more it definitely for the first many years would walk down from the you know the top down the whatever you call a mountain or whatever down to the river and back but you needed a couple hours to do that you know and that's a really great hike to do it takes a while especially coming back up <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I had a question about the, uh, you guys performed at the Grammys in 2010, and there's uh-huh. a lot of cool things that happened that night, like uh, Lady Gaga playing with Elton John, things like that. Do you guys know in advance that those things are going to happen? Sometimes yes and sometimes no, but it's been so long since done any of those things. I can't remember either way, because a lot of those places we just sit in a little green room, waiting all day, watching the monitors, and then they say go, and then you go, you know, first you go early in the morning, and you wait to say, 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 go, and you go do a sound check as fast as possible, and you get back in the room, then you wait, you get lunch, you sit around all day, and then later in the day, they say go, and then you go perform, and then you run back to the room really fast. <laughs> and that's my impression of it. You play on the stage, but it's it's very kind of surreal, but you definitely try to uh, be awake for the moment because you know it's a different thing, and you try to bring the right energy for this one f- focused song that you do rehearsing and then uh, with with the lights on. And sometimes when you're rehearsing, they'll be stopping in the middle of it and stuff and go, "Well, let's try to get the lights over here a little more," you know, stuff like that. And it's you, you know, you just gotta be patient because it's a different situation. But usually, it's usually run by professionals, and uh, it all gets worked out. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting thing. We haven't even done those in a while. 
And speaking of this, the Grammys specifically, they're actually coming up this weekend. Are there any new modern artists that you enjoy, that you listen to, or that you find in- inspiration from? Well, I don't know if they're modern, but they're from bands that are might have been around forever. But my favorite new band that's been around for a couple years is The Smile, which is uh, the Radiohead. Tom York and Tom Green, I think, being a guitar player, and this drummer guy who sings as well. And it's just some of the most coolest music I've ever heard. I also saw them perform it, and uh, I just fell in love with it. And and I hear they have an album that I'm very eager to hear. And uh, so that is very exciting, because it's, it's fresh, yet it's a known you know, we've all heard radio hit for years, so it's not like I've never heard this song before. Yeah. But it's really fresh because it's kind of pared down and rethought. You know, for Tom York and the and Tom Green, I think it's Tom Green, uh, both play bass and guitar and keyboards. You know, so it's they have kind of the world at their fingertips sonically, and they really sound like a much bigger band. You know what I mean? Because of that. And they, you know, they have pedal keyboards too. One can, they can play one instrument and press a bass pedal. And, you know, it's quite, I find that kind of thing very interesting. And the drummer is fantastic, you know. So, uh, and for a trio, I have to say, it's like really big sounding. I know it's different when you're on tour, but when you're sitting at home, do you play the guitar every day? Is there one always around? Is it by your side oh, at all time? Definitely. I mean, very rarely isn't there. But, uh, and depending on what I'm, like, say, what I'm going to do next is what semi-dictates what I might play on more. Like, say, I mean, my mind is blank right now, but just say the next tour I go on is going to be strictly acoustic. I believe that is correct. So that works for me because I've already been playing acoustic for half the night for the last couple of weeks. So when I go home, I'll probably... Well, actually, I'm not going home. I'm going straight to Seattle with my acoustic guitar. And then I'm going home and I'll practice acoustic and then go play some acoustic guitar. But when I haven't got anything that I need to play a specific guitar for, my choice at home is to play this really cheap but wonderful Yamaha nylon acoustic that I bought by 125 bucks at Stacy's in Charlottesville, but it's such a great, nice guitar. It's really small, it's really quiet, but it sounds wonderful. My next album is going to be featuring that wow. with a bunch of Mellotron stuff. I already have the parts and I'm kind of marrying them together as a in a ground scheme of Mellotron and nylon stuff with, you know, the drum machines are on the demos, but it's going to be drums. But, you know, it's got beats and stuff too. And I'm really excited about that. It's going to be very dramatic. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. But, yeah, when I'm at home or if I'm going to go play a lot of electric guitar, I have a, one of my electric guitars. I have either the Dolly or the SD, you know, because I'm just going to play guitar all the time anyway, or at least a lot. Is there a guitar around you right now? Yeah, I'm looking at my SG because it looks really cool sitting out, you know. <laughs> Makes me think of Doors, Black Sabbath, The yeah, Who, yeah. Uh, even Chino Moreno from the Deftones because uh, he plays that white SG and another SG you can hear about. You know, a lot of people are still around, man. And you mentioned Sabbath. I know you're, you have some metal influence in your background. You're a metal fan, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's not hands down every metal band, but I probably like more old school for sure. I like Tool, but I think they're more rock metal than like a metal. I don't think of them as like a metal band. They're more like deeper than, not, I don't want to say they're not deeper than metal. They have a metal aspect, but you know, it's not like the, they're junkies, whatever. It's not like a buzzy metal guitarist. They're like way, they're almost in their own world, and that's what I love about them. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, you know, I'd say there's some similarity there. They seem to jam and do some improvisation, which I know yeah. is important for you guys as well. So I could see you definitely yeah. being into them. Oh, I love Tool, man. I could say a lot of, drop a lot of F-bombs is how much I love Tool. <laughs> it's a podcast. Let him fly, baby. Let him fly. <laughs> but I fucking love fucking Tool so fucking much. I fucking love those guys. It's about time we got to the bottom of some shit there. there we <laughs> All right, Tim. We're going to catch you when you come into town this weekend. TR3 featuring Tim Reynolds with Bird Dog. I've heard a lot of good things about Bird Dog. Saturday... Oh. February 3rd at 7.30 p.m. at the City Winery in St. Louis. Tim, we really appreciate your time today, man. Thank you. And yeah, definitely check out Bird Dog. They're very awesome. Laura has a great voice. And with Dan singing with her, it's really wonderful, I have to say. It's amazing. And if you're listening to this, you're going to go check out the new album, TR3. Watch it. And the new music video, which is awesome, by the way. So am I. And Tim, we'll see you when you get in town. All right, man. Take care, bro. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thank you, man. to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Barn. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Barn. <laughs> 